the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The Bruce Hooley Show podcast is brought to you by HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Creating jobs and restoring dignity one cup at a time. Good coffee doing good. Learn more at HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. We greet you at the start of another week, a week that brings us ever closer to the midterm elections, November the 8th. We'll visit with U.S. Senate candidate J.D. Vance at noon today. Nancy Pelosi, the Speaker of the House, uh, fancies herself a monetary expert. Uh, We will play her curious explanation for why you should not worry about inflation. You should worry about something else. And we look forward to talking with an actual money expert, Josh Pick of Aptus Wealth Management, at 12.30 today in our Money Monday segment. I want to thank all of you who came out to the Battleground Talkers Tour on Friday night at Genoa Christian Fellowship in Westerville. I thoroughly enjoyed interacting with you from the stage, although that about that amount of interaction is somewhat limited. But really afterward, uh, standing down front and meeting new friends, and you are friends because we share a commitment to the truth, it's not so much that we share a political ideology, although we share that too. It's kind of automatic that you'll share that political ideology if you share an investment in saying true things, believing things that are self-evident and have only recently begun to be challenged, such as you were born a man or a woman and that could not change. There's nothing you could do about it uh, before, during, or after your birth took place. So I really enjoy meeting you, putting faces to what is an anonymous group of people in the radio format. You don't see your listeners. You don't meet your listeners very often. So it was nice to meet you and uh, to hear that you enjoyed the evening. Eric Metaxas, Brandon Tatum, Mike Gallagher, Hugh Hewitt, all on stage having a discussion. How about the ovation for Jim Jordan? Uh, Jim Jordan, congressman, longtime congressman from Ohio, um, He's going to win re-election easily, even though his district has changed somewhat to include Delaware County. Uh, I could not name you until today uh, who his opponent is. Her name is Tammy Wilson. She's a 50-year-old life and business coach. She's championing women's rights, the economy, and safety, among other issues that affect the district. Well, if she lives in Delaware County, she ought to be concerned about wokeness in schools because that proliferates in Delaware County. And by the way, we'll have an update today on how uh, whacked they continue to be in Upper Arlington. I interacted with some of my Upper Arlington friends on Friday night and since, and I feel really good about what I said on Friday about how I cannot recommend that you vote for the Upper Arlington school levy since the advocacy on behalf of keeping parents in the dark when it comes to the indoctrination of their kids. Well, that's alive and well and flourishing in Upper Arlington. Although when we talk about it today, we'll try to muster uh, a movement against it. 
because that is what we are about, because it is not a truth position. The transgender position, the transgender ideology is not a truth position. It, not, it is not truthful to the Word of God. It is not truthful to settled science. And yes, it is settled science that you were born a man or a woman, and you cannot change your DNA, and you cannot change your sex. You can change, however, how elections are run. A lot of us on the right side of the aisle have a question about, was the 2020 election free from interference? Now, when you say that, a lot of people on the left side of the aisle get very, very mad because they assured us on the night of the 2020 presidential election that it was the most secure election in history. Seems to me that was an early pronouncement, given the fact that I don't know how you could have any perspective at that point in time and how secure the election was or wasn't. But because overnight, while most of us slept, Donald Trump went from comfortably ahead to comfortably behind, that automatically meant it was the most secure election in history. So don't dare ask any questions about it. Don't ask any questions about mail-in ballots accepted after the state laws imposed deadline in Pennsylvania. Don't ask any questions about the mysterious water main break that stopped and then restarted after the Republican counters went home. Counting of the election ballots in Atlanta, don't ask any questions about Michigan or Wisconsin or Nevada or Arizona either. And apparently don't do anything to try to make our elections more secure. That is the message from Franklin County Democrats. The commissioners, all Democrat, just like the city council in Columbus, all Democrat, just like the mayor, Democrat. The Franklin County commissioners are very upset that Ohio Secretary of State Frank LaRose has stipulated election integrity expenditures that must be made by every county to assure that elections are free and fair in the state of Ohio and immune from interference. Now, I thought this would be the one thing that we could come to bipartisan agreement on. Aren't we all for free and fair elections? The fact that Democrats are protesting this tells me that they are for... No oversight, but complete trust in their stewardship of elections. And I'm sorry, too many things happened in 2020. I've watched 2,000 Mules, have you? Too many things happened in 2020 to make us go, well, that looks suspicious. If not downright crooked and illegal, it certainly looks suspicious. Maybe we should move to keep that from happening. Seems pretty innocent. I mean, if you're a party that is deeply concerned with threats to democracy, wouldn't you be also deeply invested in election security? I would think so. But not as it concerns the Franklin County commissioners. They have, according to the Columbus Dispatch, reluctantly approved a request from the Franklin County Board of Elections for $375,000 to complete the state-mandated upgrades from Ohio Secretary of State Frank LaRose, whose job it is to make sure that our elections are free of interference and funny business. Now, let's just be clear about one thing. $375,000 would be life-changing money to you and me. $375,000 expenditure for Franklin County commissioners is not really that big of a deal. It's a big deal, but it's not like a budget-breaking ordeal. They need to find $375,000. They can find it. They can find it. So Frank LaRose wants them to buy some cameras and some other things, keep the voting machines free of interference, firewall against 
cyber hacking and those kinds of things. And Frank LaRose even went part of the way toward helping these counties comply with these regulations. His office is donating $10,000 to each of Ohio's 88 counties to implement the security directives. But Franklin County Commissioner John O'Grady is concerned about something else when it comes to the elections. Now, what do you think John O'Grady, Democrat, would be super, super, super concerned about when it comes to elections? I gave you a hint. The hint is he's a Democrat. Okay, so A, what does that tell you? It tells you he's not concerned with anything truthful and authentic. It tells you he's concerned with something partisan, something trumped up, something exaggerated to do what? Keep John O'Grady and his fellow Democrats in power. So what is John O'Grady concerned about? Here's his quote to the dispatch. They want to scream about voter fraud, but they don't want to admit to voter suppression. And that just drives me insane. So congratulations, you win the jackpot. If you said, well, John O'Grady's a Democrat. He's got to be concerned about voter suppression. Because that is the Bible from which they read. January 6th, January 6th, insurrection, insurrection, abortion, 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 voter suppression, voter suppression. If you care about it, inflation, the economy, crime, the border, if you care about it, Democrats don't care about it. And if you think it's not a big deal, insurrection, insurrection, voter suppression, voter suppression, they Care about it deeply. <laughs> Voter suppression in Columbus. John O'Grady, he's the first person I've heard voice this concern. Do we have people in Franklin County who have been unable to vote? This is news to me. I mean, if we had people in Franklin County, if we had one person in Franklin County who had been unable to vote, you can rest assured Stacey Abrams would have been here long before now screaming about it. John O'Grady, man ahead of his time, worried about a problem that does not exist. Uh, and uh, the president of the Franklin County Board of Commissioners, Erica Crawley, also a Democrat and a former member of the House of Representatives. So she's very accustomed to not having a real job and having you pay her for her quote unquote service to the citizenry, calls the mandate from Frank LaRose's office for election security. Absurd. Absurd. Hmm. Interesting. Well, we have had 75 people statewide cited for voting twice, things of that nature. It doesn't seem like a huge problem to me. I doubt that it could have swung a race one way or the other. But you know what happens to little problems that are unattended and unaddressed? They become big problems. Yes, they do. And if I'm the guy, Frank LaRose is the guy, by the way, charged with keeping Ohio's elections free, safe, and unfettered from interference, then I'm considering 75 people a threat. You do not want to give anyone a toehold because a toehold becomes what? A foothold, and then it becomes what? A stronghold. So this does not seem to me to be a agenda, an agenda item for Frank LaRose that is outside his purview or concern. It seems to me like, wow. He's a public official trying to do his job. Maybe that's why Franklin County commissioners are upset, because they can't have that proliferating. Politicians who do their job. Well, Speaker Nancy Pelosi went on uh, Face the Nation, CBS Sunday news show, and um, 
Besides suffering from a noticeable polygrip shortage, as Nancy's dancers slipped a bit when she tried to make her point, uh, she made what I thought was kind of a ridiculous point, but, you know, far be it for me to say that a speaker who has throughout her career made less than $200,000 a year and now is a multi-multi-multi-multi-multi-millionaire, uh, far be it for me to say that Nancy Pelosi does not understand uh, economic policy. You give a listen. Tell me what you think. And the fact is, is that uh, when I hear people talk about inflation, as I heard him there, we have to change that subject. Inflation is a global phenomenon. The EU, the European Union, the UK, the British have higher inflation rate than we do here. It's not the fight is not about inflation. It's about the cost of living. And the fact Mm. is, is that inflation is not about inflation. It's about the cost of living. Okay, does inflation not exacerbate the cost of living? When, when, I mean, look, I don't pay the bills in our household. Married to a CPA, she does that. But I'm just spitballing here. If the prices are going up, and they are, do you believe inflation is 8%? Tell me something. The things that you buy, gas, food, Right now, if I said, hey, I can guarantee you that the prices of the things you buy will be what they are now, or they can be only 8% higher than they were when Joe Biden took office. So your eggs would be 8% higher, your milk would be 8% higher, your gas would be 8% higher. Your home electric bill would be 8% higher. The cost of a new car would be 8% higher. Cost of dinner out at a nice restaurant or a fast food restaurant would be 8% higher. Only 8%. If I could say it could be what it is now or it would be 8% higher. Now, that should be no choice at all, right? Like That should be what it is if the inflation rate is 8%. I mean, some things would be higher than 8. Some things would be lower than 8 because they would balance out. But if I would give you that choice. Producer Pam, let's give Producer Pam that choice. Producer Pam, would you take 8% increase over what they were when Joe Biden took office, or would you take what the prices are now for the things you buy? (laughs) Neither. Well, but I mean, if you had to take one, (laughs) I'm assuming you, like me, would rather have it be just 8%. I wish gas was just 8% higher. That's correct. I wish that, uh, well, I told you last week, potato chips are more than uh, twice as much. Yeah. The kind we buy at the discount Aldi in our neighborhood. Mm-hmm. So Nancy Pelosi saying that inflation's not the issue, cost of living is the issue. That's like saying gas is not the issue, fuel is the issue. Because they're the same, what's are they the, not? I just, I, what's the cliche of if it if it walks like a duck and it quacks mm. like a duck? It's and it's a, a duck. duck. Yeah. Yeah. She had a little trouble getting phenomenon out because her you know, dentures slipped. But let's talk about that explanation for why you should not be upset about inflation because inflation in the European Union is worse. So, well, let's apply that to uh, crime, for instance. Crime is worse in New York City than it is here. On the subway, it's worse than it is in downtown Columbus. Do you feel safe? That doesn't, does that, does that make you safe in downtown Columbus? I don't think so. I'm not going to downtown Columbus with near the, uh, 
absolute and total lack of concern about my my well-being like I used to five years ago, three years ago, oh, two years ago before Joe Biden took office. And why is that European inflation higher? Well, let's see. They've done some really stupid things in Europe. They've spent money they don't have. Imagine that. And they've ended their own domestic energy production. Germany shut down its nuclear power plants. England doing the same. So they've done what we've done, only they've done more of it. Okay, fine. Their inflation is worse. It doesn't mean that ours is manageable or acceptable. See, this is essentially like Nancy Antoinette, like let them eat cake, peasants. It's worse elsewhere. Don't you know how good you have it here? You could be living over there. That's why we live here, because we were privileged to have been born here, and we like it here, or we'd have moved there. Mm -hmm. So this whole attitude she has that, like, well, you know, things things could be worse. Yeah, they could be. Vote for Tim Ryan in the midterms. Vote for Nan Whaley in the midterms. Vote for more Democrats. If you want to prove her correct, vote for more Democratic policies. Because I was thinking about this. I'm going to bring this up to J.D. Vance. It's not just that Democratic policies don't work. They don't. It's that Democratic policies multiply in their dysfunction. I talked about this Friday, but I didn't really put the pieces together for you like I'm going to attempt to do now. So we had the report on Friday that in the first month of the school year, Columbus City Schools averaged 4.4 fights per day. Now, a fight in Columbus City Schools is a fight that they can't get under control unless they call the cops. 4.4 per day average in September. Okay, it was the entire last school year, 2.9 fights per day. 2.9 to 4.4 is a 50% increase. Now, it's interesting that the dispatch, when writing about this, did not give you the percentage increase. Because when you say the fights went from 2.9 per day to 4.4 per day, I didn't right off the top of my head, go, wow, that's a huge increase. But it is. It's a 50% increase per day. Now, why is that happening? Well, they got around to explaining it at the end. Defund the police was the outcry after George Floyd. So what did Columbus do to defund the police? They took police out of schools because all cops are racist. Okay, so all cops are racist, which stem from defund the police, bad policy begats bad result. You take the cops out of the schools, the fights skyrocket. The fights skyrocket. What happens? Well, the cops under fire from defund the police resign, retire. Now they can't recruit more cops, so they have a cop shortage. So if they want to put cops back in schools to fix the school resource officers exiting, they don't have the cops to put back into schools. And oh, by the way, are our streets more safe or less safe with less cops? So defund the police, a Democratic talking point, leads to fights in Columbus schools, leads to more violence on Columbus streets, leads to a shortage of Columbus cops. So one bad Democratic idea and talking point leads to at least three dysfunctional policies. Congratulations. 
three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.